When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome, everybody, to Snark Monkey Special Edition Snark Boys for Life. I don't know. I try and come up with uh, a... Bad Snark? Bad Snark? Bad Snark. Bad Snark for Life. Bad Snark for Life. Bad Snark, Bad Snark. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad Snark, Bad Snark. What they gonna... We have a small group of snarkers today who have seen in theaters this weekend... Opening weekend, Bad Boys for Life. Woo! Yeah. Um, and we'll start to my left. It's Chris the McGann McGann. Oh, hello. Who couldn't have been more excited. This so is one excited. of his most anticipated films of 2020. If you listened to that edition last weekend on and the I Snark did. Monkey, uh, it was his number one on the list. <laughs> Jason E. Kelly is back. JK is here. What is cracking? And would you please introduce Int- our first time ever snarker in the room i'd like to introduce all you snark monkeys to my beautiful wife teo besta ashanafi hello hello, hello <laughs> thanks Tio. for having me so much has been said about teo so much has been heard about teo so much has been thought about teo mm-hmm. and now we get her in the room got her on the mic and live by the way, by the way not a bad movie to have a female perspective on, which is yes. kind of what I was hoping for, because when I heard you guys were both going to go see it together, I thought, well, I'd love to hear T.O. rip mm-hmm. it apart. Turns out there are some interesting, strong female roles in this, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to hear it from you. And I will add this just as a little background, and I'll just start, because I'm the host of this damn thing. Um, I My wife... Uh, actually went ahead and saw it with me, and it's not a movie she would have ever chosen to see ever, ever. Okay. I'm not even sure I would have chosen to see this movie. I don't have the investment anywhere near what McGann does. I don't think I have the same interest level that you do, JK. Mm -hmm. Um, I can tell you I saw the first one because... Why wouldn't you see Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in Bad Boys? Right. I don't. If I saw the second one, I'd remember nothing about it. Uh, my memory is that it got such poor reviews from the beginning that I kind of went maybe maybe I saw it on cable at some point. You probably saw it on cable. Uh, TBS. Which uh, is crazy because I like the second one better okay. than the first one. I enjoyed the really? second. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I mean, right. I'm a fan of the whole. The whole All right. Yeah. The whole trilogy is great. Yeah. 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 But, pretty awesome. But I will the tell first you, it's rough to go back and watch because I just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like like that's Michael Bay's first. Feature. First yeah. feature film. Like, and and it shows. Martin was the star. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Will was not the yeah, guy. Isn't that at the interesting? Time. Yeah. 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 I will tell you that from my perspective today, having j- literally just seen this thing, um, I think it's a better movie than either one of those yeah. two. It is. It is a, I agree. It is a mm-hmm. more enjoyable film. It's a great and story. Yeah. Uh, and I think it. The asset is it doesn't have the over-the-top heavy hand of Michael Bay. Right. It influence it, influencing maybe, and the palette is the same, mm-hmm. and it's got that, uh, you know, Bruckheimer 
you know, you know, push it to the limit thing. Right. But it is handled so deftly mm, right. by these mm-hmm. two directors who I know nothing, nothing about. about. And yeah. what you didn't have this time, which I loved, was the shot. <laughs> That Michael Bay always did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, for those yeah. of you who are listening to this, which is all of you, because it's an audio medium. Yeah, hopefully. Jason Kelly just circled around in front of the microphone in a way that was, you know, and by the way, they kind of did, but it wasn't. They did that the rise up and. But they did. And yeah. pose. But I don't yeah. remember them doing the full circle I think, around I think that's the, the thing. I think this thing was no, so huh. not in your face yeah. as much as, as Michael Bay movies tend mm-hmm. to be. And that just – because that stuff always took me out of it. Uh, McGann, you're uh, the kid in the yep. candy store. This was so – a, as we learned last episode, yeah. this was part of your adolescence. Yeah. This movie had a deep impact. On, it, I don't it, know. It, it did. It really, it really changed the way I saw law enforcement. In I will say, going back, I, I, I will say uh, that I, I had forgotten it was set in Miami because when you live in the middle of the country, you just assume everything's in L.A. Uh, so in my memory, it was like an L.A. movie. Hmm. Um, and you were back, telling us you went back and watched. When, you yeah, and I went back and watched the first yeah. first two back to back for continuity sake, continuity, and just to make sure I was prepared for any of the jokes, like you right. know, or like any of the cameos, like Reggie show. Up was such uh, a such a delight. That such was a delight. The, that was the, the such best a delight. part of the movie. Yeah, for and me. honestly, I was watching him, and I couldn't decide if he was a great actor who managed to uh, capture every beat of what he did the first time we met him, or if he was a very bad actor. And they're like, "No, no, no, you do these three lines exactly the same way." And he's like, "I think this is the only way I know how to do things." And he just like <laughs> did it. Um, yeah. but it was. It was such a, it was a great surprise. specific and yeah. great surprise that I was yeah. I was And it delighted. took me a while to recognize the fact that oh yeah that guy yeah. was in the first one yep. and exactly. uh, as a much younger yeah. younger, as a much younger version of well, himself. Look, we're talking about uh, a franchise if you can call it that. I mean, it's been so spread out even between 1 and 2, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. 6 seven, 6 seven years, years, 7 years. Seven, yeah. yeah. And it has been 15 since the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and Tio, we'll get. I, I just have to say the the chemistry between these two was. Yeah. I mean, they are exactly talking the about same. it. Yeah. They are talking mm-hmm. about it like it was always there. But that's what you say when you're promoting a movie. But oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Like these guys are, have been hanging out every year yeah. since it's since it was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Were you digging on that? Oh, I loved it. I mean, I think their chemistry was exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing shifted. Yeah. Um, they both of them did a phenomenal job in bringing back their respective uh, roles and and relationship and the dynamic between the two. Um, going back to the Reggie scene, though, it, that was my favorite part of the whole movie. I have to say that. I, How is that I your was, favorite part of the I whole movie? I was so excited to see Reggie again because of the, the joke behind it yeah. in yeah. the first one. And it that was, was the biggest was joke epic. of, this, of yeah. that episode of that episode of the films. Yeah. That was actually the biggest that joke. That was the biggest joke. Of yeah. Remind that. everybody what that was. So when, when I say that. Remind me because I don't <laughs> so remember. McGann was in the first one or the second one? I think it's the second is, one. I'm pretty sure it's the, was second, it the one. second one. I think it was. I, because yeah. it is about Martin protecting his daughter. His daughter, yeah. So, but Will Smith comes in hard. Yeah. hard. So it's hard. Martin okay. protecting his daughter. Well, it's, okay, I think I might yeah, have seen yeah. the second Reggie's, one. <laughs> Reggie knocks on the door and Will's at the house and oh, Mike Lowry's at the house. Mike Um <laughs> He's this young boy's coming to take Martin's daughter out for on a date, uh-huh. right, and right. Mike Lowry's like, "What?" And 
hell no. And so they do a scene. They we start on the back of Reggie's head, and they open the door, and Mike and Martin and Marcus, Will Marcus and Mike. go. Marcus, Marcus and, Mike, and yeah. Mike go in on this young, yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. sixteen year old kid. Yeah, I'm, and ripping Will's him to just like you. Were, yeah, it's you, like an interrogation. Yeah, yes. it's interrogation, but it's like with guns jail, out. Guns yeah, out. Right, but right. Like, yeah. Okay. Will like just got out the got out the clink, just got out the clink, yeah. holding the gun in his face. He's like, like I'm gonna shoot you. No, this you know, and you want fuck and all that. Just going off yeah. on him. Yeah. The kids. I don't think this actor knew they were going to do that. Because when they reverse it and they show his face, you could tell he's actually really scared. And I think he got a different script. (laughs) Yeah. And that whole scene I heard was improvised. Uh, That kind of makes sense to me. I believe it. How'd you uh, feel about Bad Boys for Life, JK? I absolutely loved the story. It took a long, it took a minute for it to kind of get going and get Mm -hmm. out of the. The speeches about how much we love each other and appreciate each other and all the old guy jokes. Because, yeah. like, I've seen that through Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah. Right. You know, I've, we've been through that journey. Um, and I guess now, because I'm in the same age range as those guys are, I don't feel whatever 50 is supposed to feel like. I don't feel that energy. Right, right. Um, but once they got past that and started telling the story and started getting into the minutia and the details of the plot points. I was riveted. I was leaning in. I could not stop. I was paying attention to the sound. I was paying attention to the cinematics. I was paying attention to the way they shot it. Um, I was really grateful that Michael Bay only made, are we at spoilers yet? Oh, uh, you know what? This is going to be a spoiler episode. I was grateful to see Michael Bay included, Mm -hmm. but not behind the camera. Yep. Um, he yeah. played. He, he has a cameo. Yeah. Is a quick it's basically cameo. an intro a DJ yeah. essentially. Absolutely, <laughs> the wedding. What well, I also noticed though it. was, and I don't know if y'all picked up on it, was um, it seemed like Martin was working a little bit. Yeah, it seems like he was a little bit kind of rusty and getting his chops back, mm, and, I, and it, it kicked in in the latter act where yeah. he finally kind of showed up. But in the first act, I was going. What is he doing? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, he he looks like he's just a little rusty. It feels a little. I I felt like his. There were some scenes, especially in more dramatic scenes, where he was a little labored, and and when he's just kind of bantering with Will, that mm-hmm. seems real natural. Mm-hmm. But I I agree. I think there. But I, I don't know that I've ever looked at Martin Lawrence and no. gone, "What a great actor I mean, Martin right, Lawrence is." Right. No, but he, he did I mean, the best. He, he, but you're right. I think uh, he once he got it in the rhythm of it. Who knows how? What kind of continuity they shot this thing yeah, in? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you got to give him a little bit of a pass because what have we seen him? Yeah. In no, I mean that was his best dramatic work I've ever seen him. Right. In. Yeah. right. The young kid that's playing the nemesis. Oh, he was great. Oh, he's he going to have phenomenal. a huge career. He's going to be phenomenal. He was well, phenomenal. Bad Boys Four for yeah. sure. For, for sure, sure, it's coming back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Completely <laughs> loved that. Yeah. Um, Latia Carrion Moss was great. Yeah. And then the woman that played his mom, she was. She was scary as heck. I loved her. Fire. And I spent a lot of time, uh, is it uh, Paolo Nunez? Mm -hmm. Um, I spent a lot of time going, where was she in previous but she wasn't she wasn't she, she wasn't. was not that was a created yeah. relationship yeah, storyline yeah. but man she was fun to Fantastic. watch Fantastic. We'll, we'll talk about those characters in a little bit let's go over real quick the story and 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 kind of back to what you said jason i have to say that i was i was expecting the older guy jokes mm-hmm. i was expecting maybe the camaraderie and the chemistry to be a little forced mm-hmm. i actually found the way i, I was expecting a minivan joke mm-hmm. uh just kind of knew those were coming <laughs> yeah. i have to say they handled those almost as if 
we know the audience is expecting them, mm-hmm. so let's drop them in, but give them something extra. Yeah, yeah. I, I do yeah. feel like they handled it. Like in particular, I thought one of the most affecting scenes, just from a, a comedy standpoint, was the the uh, cross cutting between uh, Will getting ready for work oh, and yeah. Martin getting Lazy ready boy. for retirement. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was Hilarious. a great montage yeah. sequence, yeah. and yeah. I, I I was loling in yep. that in the middle. No, of that. Great. <laughs> I mean, I think we all expected that, and 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 maybe they maybe they overplayed it just a touch because you. But I didn't feel like that was the impetus for the whole thing. It was about family, sure. mm-hmm. which I I have I took a little issue with the story at the beginning because I was kind of spending most of the time going. Uh, why do we have to make it about a personal thing about Mike when right. I'd just rather see a good like cop plot? Right. But as it went along, I kind of turned the corner on yeah. it because mm-hmm. it, it... The mythology of Mike Lowry. Yeah. It had yeah. a deeper resonance than yeah. I expected. Yeah. It did. Uh, what were some other things that, that struck you, McGann? There were a lot of things that struck yes. me. Um, the the motorcycle chase on the highway I thought was, was great. That was that was a clap out loud moment for most of the theater when I saw it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, the uh, was it Bible Bad Boys for Life? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bi- <laughs> bad Boys of the Bible was a, was a nice jump. Yeah. That was a great um, joke. I actually I was a little surprised by the l- mid mid to late game nemesis reveal. I. Uh, okay. Uh, of the of the like specifics of of their relationship that, okay. that was, I was like I was like all right yeah yeah um and uh um I also really appreciated that they called Ammo the high school musical of cops with, <laughs> Vanessa, with Vanessa Hudgens yeah. was being great. being right in there um you know there was there was a lot of very common things that you see in in movies but they they took them and and like handled them really masterfully and mm-hmm. so many of the like old guy uh, running slow, being family jokes have been set up since the first Bad Boys that right. they didn't feel out of place or forced or like, um, like really like it was like yes, 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 you're old because Martin Lawrence has always been like the, the butt of yeah. why are yeah. you yeah. why are you driving so slow yeah. why are you right. moving so slow right. yeah. yeah that's how you drive that's how you shoot kind of kind of yeah. jokes yeah. in this in series, the odd so couple like, yeah. aspect of that whole relationship yeah. he's always been a little more the fuddy duddy and not the right. you know and they had to kind of win him over to keep him in, on the case that sort of thing so right. that relationship was always yeah. there always there um I, I, I really enjoyed the MO team oh, I knew yeah. they, I knew that they were going to be high tech I knew that they were going to be cutting edge um it was fun to see them hold their space with these guys mm-hmm. right because Will's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. No matter what, if you've ever met him, you've ever been around him, you've ever seen him, what you see is what you get. And when you're next to him, you go, oh, you're kind of a regular guy until he flips a switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that energy, he is the black hole in the room. He sucks all the energy into the room. Right, right. And only people that get it are the ones that go get it. What? And they ammo team held their own across the board, yeah. and I absolutely loved that because that's hard to do for really young actors that don't have the level of experience that he's. Getting. Yeah, that was well cast, and it was also well executed because I I was also afraid they were going to fall into that trope which we've seen a million times, which is okay. Here's the older guys; they've got their outdated methods. They are even saying, you know, you know, the old school version of being a cop. So I thought it was going to be this super high techie. You know, look at us solving all the problems quicker. And there's just a tiny bit of that. But they went very quickly into collaboration Mm -hmm. and recognition of knowing each other all the way through the end. I mean, even though we needed to center on these two guys because they are clearly going to be the focus of this 
um, the, the guys coming in to save the day or enhancing or, or being a part of the team, it never felt overplayed. It never felt in the way. They I felt agree. like they were doing their job mm-hmm. properly, mm-hmm. and he's recognizing where it could be an asset. And, I, and I mean, they recognized where it was time for them to step up right. and actually get physical yeah. and, 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 and um, uh, exert some violence yeah. um, on the scene. And that was the part that I really appreciated is that each, you know, there's always the big battle between Gen X and millennials, millennials of, well, we, this is the way we used to do it. Right. And millennials are going, well, this is better. And Man. there's always this rift, but we are also that this bridge generate, these two bridge generations. And to me, they exemplified the bridge in the way they ended up solving the problems mm-hmm. and the way each one was willing to use the other's way of doing something to get the job done. No. Will 100%. shooting that rubber bullet and popping an old boy on the forehead. Yeah. And he going and he looking <laughs> at the gun like, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, before yeah. he didn't like it, was beautiful. Right. Oh, the 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 blonde dude, the big dude jumping up and finally fighting. Um, seeing Vanessa Hudgens pull some great looking stunts. Great oh, stunts. Yeah. That slide across the floor. Yep, and yep. Sh- I went, oh, yeah. look at Vigo. She's, yeah. killing, she's shooting motherfuckers up here. Yeah. Okay, that's great. It was great. Oh, I loved it. So, it was great. Yeah. They managed to, to incorporate all the tropes and kind of the expectations of what you thought was going to happen in mm-hmm. this. And then sidestep the standard. That's right. what I was going to say is I think they did a really good job with balancing every aspect of the movie. From right. mm-hmm. the old guy jokes to a really strong... Um, storyline that's new that you weren't really expecting to then transitioning between the fight scenes and um, you know the blow up scenes and then the scenes that are just needed to be there the heartfelt scenes mm-hmm. uh, to uh, the new guys versus the old guys joke you know right. in terms of how fluid the movie was I think they just did a really good job across the board give me an idea what you feel about the female characters there are at least two major ones here yeah. and uh, I would say in the past I mean weigh in on this real quick McGann yes, it, it's the it, Vanessa Hudgens in the room I'm, I'm ready to uh, generally <laughs> okay, weigh in okay. on okay. let's say three 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 female characters no but you you watched the first two, I did. and my impression, if I remember correctly, especially in one, is that maybe female characters were not there was none. well yeah. grounded, yeah. and they were usually used as window dressing. I, and I don't even know why Taya Leone was in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was in the first one. Yeah, yeah. she was. She was the. She was. She was the third lead. Mike was like friends with this call oh, girl sex worker yeah, and it was yeah, like yeah. her right. like college roommate yep. was in town yeah, visiting her. she yeah. was an out of work photographer yeah, and she she's saw, on the poster it's weird it's like but we barely remember her then. she yeah. just got done doing her. deep yeah. impact yep yeah. that's mm-hmm. true she was, yeah. The bigger, yeah. she was the bigger of but yeah she didn't she didn't really do much so anything, what was so. how was your feeling here in terms of the characters that they did portray because we've got uh, we've got the uh, bad guy is a bad girl yeah. we've got uh, kind of the uh, somewhat of an in- internal nemesis from the standpoint of uh, we need to do it our way and that's uh, again yeah. Paolo Nunez who yeah. I'm not super familiar with mm-hmm. I had to look her up she's I, actually an actress and director mm-hmm. from Mexico oh wow um, so she's, she's got fantastic. an interesting background she was, she was great so good yeah. And and Vanessa Hudgens, who kind of shows a little action chops, mm-hmm. did uh, were they rep- well represented from your perspective? I think so. I think they they represented each of them in their own powerful ways. You know, so it felt like when they came into the scene, you felt their power. 
you know, and it was a really good balance. Again, going back to the whole balance theme is is when you see both Martin Lawrence and Will Smith on the scene and then you see these women leads that are also in the scene, it, it doesn't favor one versus the other. So you felt their presence. You felt the her like the um, the bad guy's mom's energy of it. It was rage and it was um a little scary and fearful and you're yeah. like oh okay this woman's a little psychotic but okay good go for, go yeah 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 <laughs> like a you woman know? scorned man yeah. she was out for blood I, I, yeah. I felt like that blood. was dicey territory in and yeah. how and how they were going to make her so bad what her motivation was but they but they gave her these interesting layers one that she's a witch so yeah. I, I was that was, I was great hope, i was hoping how there you wouldn't fuck be a witch without a cop yeah that was the best <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wrap that Died. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And even the when in the very beginning, because I didn't understand what was going on when they were in the jail. Oh yeah, scene. me neither. And I was like, why is she rocking back and forth? Is is this gonna be like one of those OD scenes again? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I thought would yeah. happen. And then all of a sudden, she pulls a knife out of her hair, and yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Oh, this woman Mommy is no was joke. Bad with that blade. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. she is yeah, she no was. joke. She was doing some uh, Hannibal Lecter shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. And she yeah. was enjoying that. Girl. Yes. I was and like, oh. Again, they oh, took kind of the really? trope of like, like, you know, this, this two, these two jilted female lovers kind of set up in the background oh, true, of yeah. in a lot of movies, right? With with Paola Nunes and and the the, the bad guy. They both were ex lovers of Mike Lowry. Um, <laughs> Mike Lowry, and uh, uh, and you know they they got into direct confrontation, but it, they did it in such a fun like non traditional way that it didn't feel like they were actually fighting over him. They were right. really just like both there. To like stake their claim in the world, right? Yeah. Which yeah. was which was fantastic. They were fighting yeah. over the principle, right? Yeah, not right. the person, yeah. right? Which was really good. I'd say all the way around. And again, we I think we've all said it. There are so many things here that are so familiar, and also could have been so rote, mm-hmm. and could have suffered from sequelitis times three, yep. whatever. Which I I generally Star Wars. <laughs> generally, <laughs> Bad Boys Two was considered that Michael Bay trying to top himself and especially with you know over the top action and that sort of thing that everything about this movie was kind of finely balanced yeah. as you said to you because um, it could have at any point gone off there and I'm not saying that every joke worked and every little piece of banter worked but it was really a funny movie. I mean, that's yeah. the thing that elevates this above some of these other big action films, it, it, franchises especially, is that you kind of have to buy into these guys being buddies and being at each other and kneeling each other. And also these big personas in, in Martin Lawrence and, and especially Will Smith now. And they were so much fun to watch and mm-hmm. listen to. And yeah. they really elicited genuine laughter doing the bickering thing that we've seen them do so much now. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. I mean again it's not it's not new, right? It's, it's not, like no, JK brought it up. It's, it's lethal yeah. weapon. It's lethal uh, weapon. We've in, seen that. in a lot of ways, but it's done in such a great way. And like I, I said this as a joke earlier, but I thought it during the movie that this is a movie about legacy. It's a movie about growing older with with grace in a lot of ways and like where you want to leave your mark on the world versus like you're continuing to chase your own glory and own tail. Mm-hmm. And that to me felt like what the first Star Wars, The Force Awakens, was trying sure. to get to. Mm-hmm. Right. And they did it, they did so much fan service there that they lost the story, especially right. as they got into Last Jedi, that I, I really was like, God, this is this is what Star Wars was trying to deal with with Legacy. Right. But Martin Lawrence and 
and Will Smith just knocked it out of the park yeah. in one movie. I mean, well, I, don't, I don't think they're walking in with as much baggage as, as Star Wars. That's true. But I think there's an expectation. And, and for somebody like me who had like zero investment in going to see this movie <laughs> other than I wanted to be able to talk about it with yeah. you guys, right. I was actually going to do a bit where I was like, I I, uh, I I said I was going to go see it, but I snuck into Little Women instead so we can compare Bad Boys for Life to Little Women <laughs> if you want to make that the episode. Uh, but uh, And maybe because I didn't have the best expectations necessarily, but I will tell you that Michael Bay movies just always left me cold, and, and I stopped going to see them. I, I, I think I, I saw two Transformers. That's all you need to see. Um, I, I, he was the perfect person for Transformers 1 to, to launch that mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah, I guess so. But um, where he's strong on car chases and explosions and shootout scenes, he's really thin on emotional connectivity mm-hmm. and relationship. And you have to have both. Yeah. You have yeah. to have all of those elements, especially when you have this much investment made in these two characters and you know where where Martin has kind of n- slowed down his craft will never really stopped he took a break during his 40s but he still was making films yeah. and one of the th- they've done a lot of promos for this and a one of, of the promos. things yeah. that <laughs> was really great to see is you, i think we're seeing will getting ready to step into like obviously the next phase of his career right but he's a consummate filmmaker he's extremely particular about what it is that he does and he specifically said in an interview they waited that he um, – I should do an impression of him, but I'm not going to. Oh. Um, well, you can't tease it and not do it. Um, but he said oh. – because I might mess it up. And then if I mess it up, then – um, anyhow. We can edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> so uh, what it was was um, is that uh, – <clears throat> uh, Larry, yeah. uh, what it was is I wanted to make sure that uh, that there was enough time between the films uh, that I actually had a story that was soup to nuts that I could tell uh, for Bad Boys 4. I didn't want to do, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to do a cash grab because, you know, it's what I've done sometimes in the past with some of my films that just didn't play out the way I wanted them to. And so I said, this time, no, uh, no, I'm Will Smith, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and do it right. Damn, that's a lot to cut out, Chris. That's <laughs> oh. my fault. You know, that was very fault. good. Let's it hear wasn't it for that good. Jason <laughs> Kelly. It was not it was that solid. good. That's it's Jason not that good. E. Kelly. It's not that good as Will Smith. Not that good. Substantially um, better than any Will Smith impression I could have done. <laughs> I would give it's like you. a cross between. But you know, he did admit that in in the in some of the um, in interviews he was doing that he was he said, you know. In the past, I've told you guys that you will love some of the movies that I've done, knowing that you wouldn't love them. But we put a lot of time and in, attention and intention into this, yeah. whether from the storyline perspective, but wholeheartedly the whole movie. You will genuinely love this yeah. movie. But, As yeah. we talk right now, it has been raking in the dough oh, yeah. at the box yeah. office. If, but see, here's what I thought. Here's what I think is beautiful, and I think any filmmaker in the game that is dealing with tent poles that have existed for an extended period of time, the future lies in the future story lies in the past. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go wow. and tell one of these yeah. stories today, you better find a seed of an idea that existed or exists in the previous films and go, 
what is this and what is this now about and start fleshing it out. And then you end up with another film that adds richness to the other films that already exist versus harvesting those films to go and try and make fruit out of dead out of fruit that's already been eaten. Go back and find a seed and grow something from that in doing that with this film. They created a whole new life for the franchise where I'm envisioning Will coming back with his son and Ammo and working together on some big case. And that will be his sign off as a member of the Bad Boys for Life pack. And then Ammo and his kid, they'll go off and do two or three more films Mm -hmm. and they'll all be interesting. We'll be we'll be right there watching and completely enthralled Mm -hmm. and it'll be a perfect handoff and we'll see the salute from the old to the new and it'll be done around some uh, around a story around a storyline and a plot that makes sense it has teeth you have somebody that can carry it and a team and a team that can carry it and you don't feel like the first three were robbed or stolen from or 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 or, um what's the word i'm looking for uh degraded in yeah, yeah yeah although i think in the sixth one they're gonna bring back the dead <laughs> mom and she's gonna be a representative of all mexican uh drug lord cartels uh yeah. and then uh-huh. she's gonna have to fight like the granddaughter yes. of of uh, martin lawrence <laughs> oh, yes. uh and i think that because Actually, they're like a dyad toe to toe with gabrielle union's character <laughs> oh no oh it would be oh, nice to see gabby right. union come yeah. back yeah, yeah. no i was, I was wondering if she would if she'd yeah. make an appearance yeah. in this at yeah. all no, well not at all. Clearly, they uh, agree with you, J.K., because I think all it took was like Thursday night box office yeah. before they announced that Bad Boys Four is in, is has been greenlit. Essentially, oh, it's greenlit. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they clearly set it up to be in the movie, sure. but yeah. by chance, I guess they probably had an out if it just outright bombed. But the word of mouth on it's really good. Yeah, critics are being very kind to it. All the things we talked about in here are being responded to because, and I think these directors deserve. A really big shout yeah, out. Yeah, because big I think, out. you know, one of the things that I loved about it is is the point that Jason just made about the it, it was the evolution story of Mike Lowry. Yep. How he got created and how this woman gave him the swag, mm-hmm. taught him the walk, showed him the attire um, and how to bring sexy into it. Yeah. Dressed you know? like a drug dealer. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't and it, like it was a full-on origin story. We didn't need to see the whole thing. No, it wasn't a full-on origin story, but it, now it was we understood. Su- and it was such a surprise. It I mean, was a complete surprise. I mean, just to, yeah. to, to... And now he has to kind of reckon with that. It's like, yeah. oh, that's that's kind of what made me who I am. It and is, how does that affect moving forward? Do I hold on to that? really great way, it's Will winking at himself. Yeah. Coming sure. off sure. of Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. where he was doubted the industry wasn't checking oh, for him he was that. kind of corny he mm-hmm. was he was who he was and he's what i love about him is he's always been who he was he just got some swag and so it's him kind of winking at that guy at that version of himself right and giving us this origin story of not only mike lowry but this is kind of how will went and right. transitioned from being the fresh prince of bel-air to box office you know yeah, will smith will smith yeah. cuz bad yeah. boys was was his first thing after fresh prince wasn't it or was was no, wild no. west it was his first no. big blockbuster okay uh, let me uh, mention these directors again. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, Adil El Arbi, I'm going to get these wrong. Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala. 
great. Of course. They're fantastic. Because that's yeah. who they are. Um, and we know or don't know them because why? Because uh, we probably haven't seen a lot of Belgian television or mm-hmm. movies yet. Is that where they're from? Yes. That's and they've that's been a awesome. team for a while as I... The, like the little bit I know about them, they've been working together but for mm. yeah, like but, a minute, but not that much. I right. mean, the, but what a what an interesting choice! And again, one of the reasons I think this movie is really successful and doesn't just kind of look like the cash grab movie it is, is that because it could have been, it could have been, it, yes. uh, it could have been. Sorry, is that? Um, but it is get, grabbing well, a lot. Well, of for cash. some, I mean, <laughs> so, there is somebody at an executive level who's going, hell yeah, we're gonna make shitload of money on Bad Boys Three. He's so, like, now I'm Mike Lowry. Or somebody, it's a cash grab. But to pick these guys out, out of, I mean, the only movie that really has kind of gotten released, I think, here in the States is a film called Black, a Belgian crime film. Mm-hmm. Not familiar with it. Don't know anything about it. What a leap to take on these guys. And by the way, again, one of the things I felt so refreshing about it is that the action set pieces are great, and they were really well done. Yeah. But it never felt like they were doing the Michael Bay thing. I'm sorry to bag on the guy, where it was so impossibly implausible over the top yeah. mm-hmm. that you just kind of go, well, that was fun to watch. But That's they, very Michael right. Some of this yeah. was, I mean, it's crazy, but it's kind of grounded at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Well, it's because it's so beautifully to, executed. They didn't try to insert the camera into right. the middle right. of the action where right. stuff is just bouncing right past you. And Mike's got, to his credit, he pushed the limits on what's possible with shooting stunt mm-hmm. scenes. Right. Mm-hmm. And some of them has been, some of them have been fantastic. Yeah. But and that was very while, much of the time. Yeah, completely. Right. But I get we've kind of grown past it. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, but they, these guys did a, they did a fantastic job. And it, it ties to the balance piece again, right? Yes, it's, absolutely. Everything in this movie, I think, goes back to that idea of it's all balanced. There's a there's enough hot for the cold. There's enough drama for the jokes. Mm-hmm. There's enough old guy versus new guy. You know, um, it, it was just the balance was really good and well executed. Yeah, the script is credited to Chris Brimmer, Peter Craig, and Joe Carnahan, who has yeah, good. been kind of working more in TV lately mm-hmm. and hasn't directed anything major motion picture wise in a while. No, he did a um, movie last year. Year. That's what I meant. Uh, he did um, a movie last year. It was basically like <laughs> the. It was basically the uh, a Latino version of Batman. El Chicano. El Chicano. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. um, I worked with the his producer or co-director. I worked with him on Arrow, and um, I saw that they had made that film, and I was like, "Yo, this he, actually looks good." Here's a really fun yeah. fact about our buddies, our brand new buddies, Adil and Bilal, who, by the way, I'm really excited to see what else they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are now tapped to direct Beverly Hills Cop 4. Okay. Really? Oh. Okay. That's now, a good one. Now, okay. think about what we just talked about yeah. with Bad Boys for Life, mm-hmm. yeah. and we're kind of trotting similar territory here with mm-hmm. an aging cop yeah. action kind of think comedy yeah. thing. Hey, Murphy's yeah. just coming back to it like Martin Lawrence. Yep. Yeah. But I kind of yeah. feel like he's going to be in good hands because uh, as yeah. long as they're not just repeating themselves that it, yeah. th- that's it, they're going to have similar issues there because we've got a very specific idea of what Axel mm-hmm. is, it was like and, and will be like and I'm curious to see how that goes. No, I think it might work. I mean, look, let's keep it 100 Will's last handful of films have not 
landed the yeah. way he wanted them to. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that not is, by lack of no, you know, good choices. When, when you have yeah. the opportunity to do a, 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 like a really groundbreaking action film with Ang Lee, you go, yeah, yeah that should that should be something. Yeah, that should work. And it was you know, not. You want to make me into an animated pigeon? Why not? <laughs> that should work. <laughs> that's right. I that's mean, spies in disguise. Oh, that's right. In, in theaters just, now. Sometimes when you're tra- when you're making the transition from 40 something to 50 something and the audience has changed and you're considered um, Willow Jaden and Willow's dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, really? You, you think people consider the, Will Smith that? The people in his son and daughter's generation look at him as their dad, not Will Smith. Oh. Because they mm. don't know him musically. Ouch. They don't really, they don't, 20 year olds don't know him, teenagers, 20 year olds, they don't know him musically. They don't know his, they don't know his films the way we know his films because. And the nostalgia for the TV show is people who grew up with it. Exactly. Exactly. So when you look at it from that point of view, he's making this transition to go, hey, I'm this really dope performer and entertainer across the board Mm -hmm. and I'm rock solid in my own right. My resume speaks for itself. But I've got the next 20 years that I want to present yeah. as mm-hmm. whatever I'm going, whatever version of myself I'm going to be. I have to. This one's got to work yeah. like this one has to. I'm not doing any more MIBs. I might do. I am legend. But this particular <laughs> title, this is my yeah. this was the thing that put me on. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to make this work. And so they took their time. It says something that Absolutely. he was also as the star who has a lot of power was willing to give some screen time to this younger group, Mm -hmm. let them actually have some impact, that he doesn't have to best them necessarily, that it is much more of a collaboration. And that says something about the ego of a very big star who could have easily said, no, I need to be the smartest guy in the room. I need to be the hero all the time. Either me or or Martin. And it wasn't. It was... He was on The Breakfast Club the other day, and he actually alluded to this. He said, are you willing... To let your ego die so that the real you can live. Nah. Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't asking my, you, my, Chris. My ego <laughs> is, is the real me. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I feel pretty it's confident great. about it. <laughs> It's super great. Uh, Well, Chris Chris and I were saying last episode that uh, there is nobody I can think of in major motion pictures who is given more goodwill (laughs) than Will Smith (laughs) when he has when he does a stinker, when he does something that doesn't live up to expectations. People are still willing to turn around and go, you know what? I'll still go back and see Will Smith in this next one because. I I still kind of know what I'm getting from him. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of any other actor. Maybe Tom Cruise has that to a certain extent. Maybe Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> well, he, he put that a lot. I think, movies, I think he's exhausted his I don't goodwill. Know about him, yeah. But but who who has had a longer career and been more at the top of the mm-hmm. box office yeah. and had bigger high profile bombs yeah. than Will Smith? And we're all willing to go. Oof, that was a stinker. What's next, man? Yeah, there aren't that I mean, many. Think... Stu- there aren't that many stars in there. In there aren't that many stars left that were built the way they were built. Yeah, it's true. That are out there still doing it. Yeah, that have the opportunity to continue to try and do it, mm-hmm. like him or Tom. Like, well, they it's just beca- don't make but it it's because they have that sort of yeah, charisma right. and that sort of star power. Yeah, exactly. And, that was yeah. what I was about to say. Is that they've invested into themselves as an artist first but also as a human being and i think that's the connection piece that all of us have with these 
Will Smith, Tom Cruise, is you see their evolution of their personal lives and their growth within who who he was from Fresh Prince to who he is today. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you are emotionally invested That's in true. him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've actually seen him grow up, mature, yeah. mm-hmm. or in some cases, depending on our ages, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, grew up with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's you do feel a connection because uh, no matter how good Will Smith is, even in, in dramas, he's always kind of going to be Will Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, yeah. he, and that doesn't mean he's not a good actor. Mm-hmm. But when you've got that much charisma, just personally, it's hard to overlook right. yeah. um, who you're watching. Right. Yeah. And he's managed that the way Tom Hanks has managed that. Yes. Yeah. Um, the way uh, Tom Cruise has managed that. You know, those mm-hmm. those guys don't necessarily, they can only drop themselves into a role so far where you don't find them recognizable. Sure. And that's through no fault of their their talent or their art it's just because they are just this indelible face the human them is so it has such a bright light it's so potent right but that's okay because we feel connected to those people as people and we're willing to take the journey with them uh, no matter what they do it's cachet also i mean once you've done a body of work that's broad that is that broad and over that many years you've got the cachet to just you can show up yeah. Yep. There was um, and people will go on the journey with you. Right. Yeah. yeah. True. There was a on the late night show. Uh, which late night show was it? Where he, um, was it? Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Night? Yeah. Tonight Show. On the Tonight Show, where they did um, a bit with him and Will Smith going back all the way back to the Fresh Prince. No, Fresh, they did a rap. They did like Prince. a rap of all oh, of Will's career. <laughs> his entire career, and it's it's so entertaining and really yeah. well done. And when that. you hear it back like that, you do have to go, "Holy cow!" Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, he's man. done a lot. I mean, yes. he had since 1988. He had hits on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. big smash hits. Yeah. Hits. Yeah. I, I mean, like solid hits yep. that people are going back to now. Going, you know what? Yeah. Those are pretty good. Yep. And he's talking a lot. Lately, too, about um, how uh, he was doing rap in, in the in the most clean way possible. Yeah, he like never, he, huh? and, yeah. and but basically because it was his grandmother right, who yeah. said, yeah, you know, to show yeah. people how intelligent you are by not having to use those words to say what you need to say. I actually remember that from from like uh, Reb for Summertime came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had he like pulled that list out that his grandma was like, these are the words that I don't ever want to hear you say <laughs> on uh, on any of your records. And yeah. he like he stuck to them like real hard yeah. and was like, oh, I'm, wow. you know, and I'm, I'm I didn't know that. Yeah, I've actually huh. watched it. I've watched a little clip of a cat make a really legitimate case for Will being one of the top five all-time lyric, lyricists Interesting. in rap. Interesting. And it's because of his ability to tell stories and images yeah. and the fact that you say his name and you can riddle off three, four, five songs that instantly come to mind mm-hmm. there's stories you know the lyrics mm-hmm. everybody knows them and whereas Can't other artists it. Na, 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 right just having a hook and being able to yeah, yeah. He, he's getting a little more credibility in that world because there are artists now who are going you know what that's how, that's what got me into yep. like it or not will right. smith got me into rap yeah. Right. yeah by the way we should mention also i at least personally i'd be more than willing to give martin Lawrence a chance to be in more roles he could play uh, he could play a great dad, and so yeah. I would yeah. see a I would see yeah. a drama with him. I'd see I'd like to Martin see him. Is phenomenal, right? Phenomenal. Mama's House uh, Four, <laughs> not exactly. No, 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 no,
But, but yeah, I would watch him. I'd actually I would watch him in a show. I would love for his show to come back. I, I hate They're rebooting just about everything. Yeah. Why not? Martin? Yeah. Um, but you have to do it in a way... Where they redid the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Remember that? Yeah. Did they? Oh, like they, they, they really? Yeah. A well, guy it, well, did a, he did a trailer. Oh. He did a trailer. Right, right, right. A millennials version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, boy. So the jokes were gone. Yeah. The jokes, it was all turned into a drama. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. And it was, it was brilliant. It was and brilliant. And it got Will's eye, and he was like, yo, develop it. All right. Like, he's working with the guy to help him develop it because it's a great storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think Martin's got, look, any of these people. Any of these actors that have re- that have been doing it for 20, 30 years and have reached a certain echelon of success financially and they're still in the game, still working, these people have the ability to turn that energy on or off See, when they want. I, I agree with you. They I could tell story after story after story in different, w- in different lane and you'll be interested. I would love to see Martin Lawrence do something similar to what Ray uh, – uh, uh, Ray, no, all I can think of is Brad Ray, Garrett. Ray, 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 Ray Romano. Ray Romano. I would love to see Martin Lawrence do <laughs> Sorry, something. Sorry, Jeez, wow. <laughs> I would love to see Martin Lawrence do something like Ray Romano did with Men of a Certain Age, yeah. which mm. was a, a phenomenal show mm-hmm. that still allowed him some comic persona, but it, it also pushed him as an actor in a way that I found fascinating. Yes. And I, I believe Martin Lawrence could do something sure. like that. Oh, he could. Yeah. Delve into something a little more personal. Yeah. He wouldn't be a you, bad choice if they ever rebooted rock to be the dad did you guys watch rock yeah i love that show yeah yeah he'd have been he'd been good in that yeah if you go i I was saying that you know you could see he's a little uncomfortable when they're Mm. doing all the media stuff um that for me was such a it blew my mind because i'm like you're martin lawrence yeah I need you to know you're Martin Lawrence, <laughs> you know, and so he's he's just he's he's kind of finding his way back in. I, it seems like I think like. that's what it is. Tentatively, he's, he's like tenet- should yeah, I like let myself treading yeah. water type thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's the last thing he did before this? <sighs> I mean, it's been it, it might have been Big Mama's Big house, Mama's like, la- whatever Big Mama's last one yeah. was. I mean, was see, I can't I can't I, remember. I that was what's tough. 2005 or something. Stand ups when they stopped yeah. doing stand up. That's the equivalent of a singer stop stopping singing. Yeah, they don't have it. That's their connection into the material and into the work. Mm-hmm. So when they stop and their jokes or their way of telling jokes becomes old or or no longer uh, the the current way of they, they, it, it gets outgrown. Yeah, right. It's hard for them to get back in and still have the potency that they had before. You've got they've they've got to have a way of staying sharp. Look, Eddie's fantastic. I think Eddie's phenomenal in everything that I've seen him in. But I also can see Eddie working. And the thing that's kept Eddie sharp is he's been overdoing music. Right. Instead of doing right. stand up, he's been when he's not on screen, he's been over there doing music, dealing with his kids. Yeah. He's still funny as hell. That sharpness is still there in some respect. I think Martin's just taking a lot of time off. Well, and it's you know it's interesting because even seeing Eddie Murphy back on uh, SNL, like there were there were scenes that he did, there were skits that he did that worked, and there were skits that did not, that did not at all. And yeah, I was like, oh boy, he's good. it's a good thing it's a he's muscle. he's getting back into this yeah. and starting to flex it again. But That's, Martin Lawrence, uh, most recent thing he did apparently some sort of cameo in The Beach Bum, which yeah. I believe is a Matthew McConaughey film. Oh yeah, uh-huh. as Captain Whack. Okay, and then he had a TV series with. Um, well, he had a he had a spe- he had a stand up special in 2016. Oh, wow. did he? And his okay. last film role before that was in 2011, Big Mama's Like Father Like Son. 
So he has not been working a ton. Yeah. But he had done a he did, within the last five or six years he did a pilot with um, what's his name Fraser. Is that um, Partners? Really? The Fraser? So, the Soul yeah. Man, Untitled no. Martin Lawrence CBS sitcom. <laughs> it never got a title. It never got that far. Probably that one. No, I got to either BT or you, uh, you know, one of the urban, one of the black. Oh, it's um, it's uh, Partners. Partners. An American sitcom starring Kelsey Grammer Kelsey and Martin Grammer. Lawrence yeah. on FX. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, clearly one of the black channels. That has <laughs> got that all wrong. That all came and went. Wrong. That came and went. Oh, man. <laughs> that came and went so fast that Jason couldn't even remember I what, couldn't remember what yeah. channel which was Which black on. channel which that black was black on. Channel was. FX. Although huh? FX... Mm, never mind. Well, it does right. a lot of black comedy, so I'm going to count that. I'm going to count that. Their logo is black yeah, and white. And yellow. Oh, no. and yellow. Uh, can we uh, – oh, shut I, up. I do want to say, say one thing about this before – yeah, well, like no, Let's – uh, final thoughts um, here. Like, I think this, this year, 2020, has a ton of – Things that we have dug out of the '80s and '90s mm-hmm. that we're we're bringing back to to the screen, right? Top Gun, Top Gun, uh, Bill and Ted, Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters, like all of that stuff. I think Bad Boys for Life has set a real high bar yeah. for the rest of them to hit, I and I am so pleased to see that. Yeah. So, any final thoughts on Bad Boys for Life? Thoughts. We spent. By the way, we spent <laughs> almost an hour talking about this movie. That just tells you. That we just didn't can't disregard it. Yeah. It's true. it's Very inevitable. True. I yeah. agree. I think it's at a really high bar. I want to watch it again because I feel like I was so excited about some of the scenes that I was still focused on those <laughs> scenes when other scenes were happening. Yeah, so yeah. I want to go back and watch it again. But definitely set a high bar. And, who uh, knew layers? Layers. Yeah, like an onion. J.K. Jason E. Kelly. <clears throat> I had a great time watching it. Um, not a hundred percent sure. Look, I just got back from Miami from bachelor party last year, uh-huh. and when they went into the club, I was like, "Those don't look like Miami females. They're a little too skinny." <laughs> okay, little too skinny. Of all Sorry, the criticisms, babe, I'm being really, of all, the, of all the things to talk I, about, yeah. little too thin. Okay. I was like, with, with, with your betrothed authentic. partner in yes, front of yes, you yes, here. Yes. But like, if she saw what, if she was, if I pointed it out, she'd agree. It's purely an aesthetic thing. It's an aesthetic thing. Okay. She would agree with what I'm saying if I pointed out. She'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. There's not, because mm, that don't look like what Miami looks like. Uh-huh. I mean, it the, visually it is, but the club scene, that looked like more, and that looked more Atlanta than it did uh, Miami. Hmm. And they did shoot a lot. They shot, yeah, they in did Atlanta. shoot a lot in Atlanta. Yeah. And yeah, I pick yeah. up on little details, but yeah. I have a feeling that that was one of the clubs in Atlanta and not in Miami. Wow. Specifics. <laughs> I mean, I also I also noticed that since I spend a lot of time in the clubs. Uh, so uh, that makes that makes I'm sense to me. Just giving them hell what, in the club. What I noticed in the club scene, I literally, I think, uh, I turned to my wife and go, "I would never set foot in a place like that oh, in my life." Same oh. they, they wouldn't even let me in. Like if if that ammo kid had had tried to schmooze talk those uh, yeah. uh, those bouncer ladies, they'd be like, "Sweetie, no, no they would have said, I love you, but they would have looked at you and said, line. "Sir, deliveries are in the back." <laughs> That's what they want to say. I guess I'll just take it around the back. Then. Hey, uh, how fun it is that we talked about something that wasn't Marvel slash Star Wars, which, by the way, Marvel was all the trailers were at the screening all I saw of, today. All, all of, of them. them. Yo, except... Morbius looks real good. I don't know. I'm I disagree. I think Morbius looking real bad. What? And you I, I, I did, and doubly so because they're like Sony's like from the studio that brought you Spider Man yeah. Far yeah. From Home, Spider Man Homecoming. Homecoming. 
kind of like bullshit. That was Marvel. <laughs> and then also Venom, that movie that we did that should have been done 25 years ago. But do you, um, do you see what they're doing though? Because huh? I said this to Tia when when I was watching. I went, "Oh, I see what Sony's doing. Yeah, they are back engineering." A cinematic universe yep. for Spidey. Yep. Yep. They're going to start 100%. with all of his villains, yep. and then they're going to drop him in the middle of Which it. Which I think is been, when, when they snag him back. Has been yeah. kind of the plan, right? Because they, they've got a black cat in the works. They've got mm-hmm. a, a silver sable, I silver think, sable. supposed to be silver working sable. on, too. Yep. Um, so, and then a second Venom coming out. So we'll mm-hmm. have Venom Carnage, Silver Sable, the Vulture. Yep. Uh, when I, I saw the Vulture say, pop up in the trailer, right, in the trailer. Went, oh, oh, this is what they're doing. I found zero of them that compelling or interesting. And even Black Widow now, I've seen that trailer a couple of times and it's like, oh, that could be fun, but I, I, I don't know I need to be there on opening weekend oh, unless one no. of you guys say we're going to do a podcast <laughs> <was> a, <laughs> and then I'll go. There was a Birds of Prey trailer before. I did not before see ours. that. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I was a d- the trailer I saw that I liked had nothing to do with the one non-Marvel trailer I saw is the Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae oh, uh, action comedy Lovebirds oh, looks, that oh, made that me delightful. laugh. That it's high delightful. concept. Yeah. It looks dumb. Yeah. It looks kind of like Game Night looked. Game Night uh, meets Stuber. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Um, look that up. Okay. That looks fun. Or Date Night. Maybe okay. Game Night or Date Night. Maybe Date Night it, more than Game Night. Date night was uh, Tina Fey and um, no, uh, I'm Steve saying Carell. it looks like kind of game night where you know Jason a Bateman night goes yeah, yeah where night goes wrong. That's what and... happened with date night too. They stole this couple's table and then they. I did not see date night. Mm, it's, it's well, cute. Can we have this conversation off the air? No. Chris? All right. <laughs> How it's, dare you? It'll be a two-hour you know podcast. Yeah. Everyone yeah. cuts out my little impression. Just, it'll be like just pause right here and go watch date night and game night and then circle back for the end of the podcast. Note to self: I'm just going to do a little bit of a edit all that stuff out with Chris. Edit. Uh, the entire Will Smith impression from Jason. All right, now we're back. Hey, All right. uh, <laughs> I'm too lazy to edit this thing. You, you guys have, have listened to, to it. True. Hey, thank you for joining us. Who knows what we'll be back for next time? But the next time we have a really interesting, uh, you know, big movie or whatever pop culture event might happen, who knows who'll be back in here again. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Can I get everybody go around and tell people how they can find you if you want them to, if you want to be found? I, mean, I love being found. It makes me so happy. Uh-huh. Uh, the McGann everywhere. M-C-G-A-H-A-N. Yep. Teal, do you want people to find you? I don't you? know that I need to be found, but thank you for having me. <laughs> you know, you're uh, it has been you're a delight. non-profit. You, uh, but yes, you can find The Peg Effect uh, on IG. And what is uh, the Peg Effect? Is a nonprofit that really helps the homeless. Uh, we create goodie bag mobiles, and it's a hygiene care package for the homeless that you keep with you while you're on the go. Fantastic! And you pass that out. So that is at the Peg Effect we on will, IG. We will put the, the link in our uh, description. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, Jason. J Kelly seventy two. Wherever you go on social medias, except for Twitter, because I canceled that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. I did. You're a stronger man than I. Down to two. I just stopped looking at it. Uh, I just, I can't. Yeah, I don't even know that I can log into my Twitter anymore. It still yeah. exists. If you want to tag me in things, and I'll yeah. get notifications about it, but yeah, I don't yeah, log yeah, into it. let it go. <laughs> hey, and I am, uh, yeah, you know where to find me. I, uh, the Larry Morgan on Instagram is probably the best place to go where you can see uh, dumb pictures of things. Uh, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for Woo. snarking with me Thank about you. bad boys for life. Good men for life. Oh, I had so many jokes about prequels. We slide together. We die together. We, yeah. When they're little kids, keep them going. I'm still recording. Uh, 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 you know, when this they get will into, not fade out. At when, this they, when they get into skateboarding, it's uh, you know we shred together, we dead together. Keep them coming. Man. When uh, when they're they're in grade school, everybody's still like, listening. We're, we're like,
like they're growing fruit and they're like it's ripe together, we die together, <laughs> we shoot together, we poop together. <laughs> Boys, bad, bad boys, what, what you gonna, gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 